0: it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. The Afterlight Institute is a community of teachers and students seeking to expand their spiritual gifts and their inner wisdom on the road to illuminating their forgotten selves. Offering online courses, in-person retreats, live events, online expositions, and more, the Afterlight Institute is a safe and inclusive space for all. To learn more, head to theafterlightinstitute.com. Today we're going to be talking about 14 things that you can do to work through anxiety. Now one of the things I'm going to let you know right now is that this is going to be part one of two and the reason for that is because if you're somebody who is struggling with anxiety or knows somebody struggling with anxiety, the last thing that you probably need to do is suggest 14 different ways of helping you work through your anxiety, because that's probably going to actually, well, invite in more anxiety, won't it? So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to have a think about, you know, whether or not there's somebody in your life that struggles with anxiety. Maybe you do. I know that I do. And I know that, um, you know, people that I know do as well. And that's what sort of inspired me to put this episode together for you today. So what I'd encourage you to do is maybe listen through and then if there are any that really pique your fancy or any that really sort of resonate with you, maybe just focus on doing one of those things. Now, what you can do is also take some notes. Of course, I'd really recommend that if you're not driving or operating heavy machinery that you do have a piece of paper and a pen handy and that you jot down anything that comes to mind one of the reasons for that as well is that sometimes you might try something and then you might go oh well that worked for a bit but i'd like to give something else a go as well and sometimes having a go-to list like this list here is really helpful uh, because when you're dealing with with anxiety or struggling with anxiety the last thing that you want to do is is try to think of ways to overcome it it's probably helpful to just have these ready to go okay so let's get to it number one i'd like to encourage you to do a Sort of like an inactive, active meditation. So what I mean by that is that sometimes people with anxiety, they don't feel that they're able to meditate. And believe me, meditation is on my list later. Just spoiler alert. But one of the things that that you might be feeling like you can do or that you can suggest is doing something that is a little bit more... uh, like meditative, but not in such an obvious way, not when you have to sit with your thoughts and be quiet, right? So painting is a really good one. Painting, getting all those colors out and just allowing spirit to flow through you, just allowing your inspiration, your creativity to flow through you with no worries, no judgments, just full on, you know, letting it out. That's really a helpful way of also getting out of your head and into the now a big challenge that people have with anxiety is anxiety is actually just an accumulation, an accumulation remix of too many thoughts that are all future projected thoughts. So if you're feeling anxious, it's because you're worried about the future, too much future thinking. If you're feeling depressed, too much past thinking. So that's always something to be really aware of. So coming back to the present moment will be easier doing something like painting another thing you could do is coloring in I know I personally love coloring in mandalas and um, anything that sort of shapes I really like doing that and I've got you know a bunch of markers that I use and I just color in and it just really allows me to be in the moment you could also look at doing things like pottery even dancing any kind of dancing that's really going to help you as well, because it really gets you into your body and out of your head and that's a big part of what you want to do when you are anxious is you want to come out of the head, you want to come into the body, and you want to arrive in the moment. Okay, number two go for a walk somewhere outside so whether that's on the beach that's in a forest that's in a park. And what I'd like you to pay attention to is the feeling of your feet on the soil or in the sand or on the grass, right? It's all about, as I said, coming out of your head and into your body. So if you can even swim in the ocean, that's going to be better. If you can even lie in the grass, that's going to help you as well. Just to really be where you are, to get out in nature and to experience all that nature has to offer. So focusing on how your feet feel, even as they're walking, not labeling them, not, not going, Oh, my feet are doing this and this and this, it's more about coming into the feeling of your feet. Number three. Okay. This sounds like a little bit of a hippie BS sort of comment here, but I do this. I'd like to encourage you to go out and hug a tree. Seriously. I have a tree in my backyard, and whenever I'm feeling really crazy in my head, I just go out and I actually hold on to the tree or hug the tree, and it automatically grounds me and makes me feel better. Um, I make sure I let the tree know how much I care for it and love it so that it's not just absorbing all of my, you know, crazy energy, negative energy. But I just um, I, I use that opportunity as a time to really ground and just be where I am and feel the texture of the bark underneath my hands, and it really just helps to ground me. I can't explain it any other way than that. Number 4. So, when you are feeling anxious and you have a lot of thoughts in your head, one of the things that you want to look at doing is stopping the thought or replacing the thought. So, sometimes it's going to be more difficult for you to maybe replace the thought than it is to maybe stop the thought. So, one of the things that I do is I say to myself, "Okay, I number 1, I get aware that I've got too many thoughts rambling around in my mind." So, I go, "Okay, So what am I going to do here? Because I'm in control, right? I can allow these thoughts to continue to tell me their story and perpetuate some fear about what might happen in the future, or I can take control and replace those thoughts or stop them. So one of the things that I do is I go five, four, three, two, one. I am not my mind. I'm not my mind. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm not my mind. I'm not my mind. By me doing that, it really helps me to start to separate from my thoughts and become more of an observer. So it allows me to go, I am not my mind. So now that I'm putting up that intention of saying, oh, wait a minute, I'm not my mind, it means I'm not my thoughts, which means that I can start to observe the thoughts instead of think that the thoughts are me. See, that's what we tend to do, right? We tend to worry about what might happen in the future And then that's all that we can think about. Whereas if we can start to disassociate between ourselves and the thoughts we're thinking, that's when our true power lies. That's when we can come back to the moment. And that's when we can quiet the anxiety down. So five, four, three, two, one. I'm not my mind works for me. That was inspired in part by Mel Robbins who has a five four three two one one technique that she uses. I actually haven't read her book, but I did learn that from her in a YouTube video. And then I add I'm not my mind in there because I like that separation of going, these thoughts are not me. Now, another thing that you could do is you could imagine in your head in your imagination that there is a giant stop sign and imagine the color being red and giant stop and you just go stop and you basically put up a bit of a barrier to your thoughts to stop them from perpetuating this story so give either of those two options a go to be honest i have a lot more uh that i could suggest to you in this area but i don't want to overwhelm you with too many thoughts so hopefully one or both of those might work for you. uh, Give them a go. And again, you can always send me a message or DM me if you're interested in finding out some of the other techniques that you think might work for you instead. Okay. Number five, have a shower and imagine that the water coming out of the, the spout is a certain color. So I know that there are a lot of colors out there, obviously, and all of the colors have meanings. You know, you can have colors like yellow, which for me are all about joyful and, and harmonious. You can have green, which is a lot about healing and refreshing and, and growth. You can have blue, which is a lot for me about daydreaming and dream. And Ah, um, oh, what else does blue make me feel? What well, makes me feel deep, makes me feel emotional a little bit, depending on the color of blue, I suppose. So what I'd like to encourage you to do is to think to yourself, what color makes me feel fresh, makes me feel calm? blue for me is a calming color as well, right? So you might think, okay, well, let's, let's go with blue. Blue might make you feel calm, it might make you feel peaceful, it might make you feel relaxed. And so when you go and you have your shower, I want you to imagine in your imagination that the water running through is blue. And you imagine the water coming through the top of your head and all down through your body, all the way out your feet. And at the bottom of your feet, I want you to imagine in your imagination that maybe that water is a little bit mucky, maybe it's murky. And I want you to stay in there until it starts to run clear or starts to run blue. Okay? So what that means basically is you're just cleaning out all any energy you might have picked up along the day, anything that doesn't belong to you, and you're just letting it run out and and release from you that's a really helpful way as well of working through anxiety because often when we have anxiety we are picking up on the energies and the thoughts of other people and this is a really good way to refresh yourself and to let all that stuff go okay number six you can actually eat something now I'm not an advocate for emotional eating at all if you are somebody who's an emotional eater um, you know obviously you want to see a professional for that there's a lot of support groups out there for for people who, who have this as well. Um, but one thing that you could do is you could have, you know, maybe a piece of fruit and maybe you could savor the, the taste of the orange and peel it and smell it and look at the beautiful color and the texture and taste it. And really what I'm getting you to focus on here are your senses. So what does it smell like? What does it feel like under your hands, under your fingertips? What does it taste like? You know, what's the texture on your tongue? How many times can you chew it? And really what this is about, again, is coming out of your head and into your body. So when you're in your body and you're not in your head, you're going to find that your anxiety really starts to drop and you really start to feel more in control and and you start to feel better. Okay, number seven. So this is one of my favorites as well. And this is one thing that I get a lot of the mentorship clients that I work with to do when we first start working together at the beginning of every session. Is to come back to the breath to do three cleansing breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth and to lift your toes and to put your toes back on the ground and lift your toes and put your toes back on the ground and one of the reasons that I encourage you to do this is because at least for me it really helps me with uh, coming back into my body and grounding okay so one of the things that you can do as well is when you are lifting your toes and putting them back down on the ground you can actually imagine that there are little tree roots that are growing out the bottom of your feet and they're going down 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 through the floor and then through the dirt through the rocks all the way to the center of the earth and you can imagine them wrapping around mother earth's energy and anchoring you there and then you can imagine you know feeling really anchored and grounded onto, um, onto Mother Earth. Now, one thing that I also do is sometimes if I'm wanting to ground, I'll actually imagine that my ankles, that my feet are in sand up to my ankles, and I really imagine feeling that texture and feeling that sort of suction that you can sometimes get from sand. You can also do that with, uh, with dirt um, or anything else, even water, if you just imagine your feet in water just to ground you, just anything that gets you out of your head and into your feet. All right, I'd love to know how you uh, how you go. You know, share your thoughts with me over on Instagram or on Facebook or send me an email. Again, you're not alone. Anxiety is not who you are. It's just something that sometimes happens, and it's really just a culmination of all your thoughts. And your thoughts are pretending to be important, and they're not. They are just a tool that we use to communicate. They are not you. You are the one who can observe them. Okay, and then as always, I'm going to. I'm going to go there. I'm going to, if you're waiting for it, you're like, girl, you didn't mention. Yes, I'm mentioning it now. Eckhart Tolle's work, The Power of Now and a New Earth, for me has been life-changing. It has changed everything about my life. It has helped me from being an anxious, nervous wreck to really being in the moment. And it doesn't mean that I don't struggle with that still, but it means that I know what to do. And that gives me the power. So I'd really encourage you to, to check out his work. If his work doesn't resonate for whatever reason, Michael Singer is another one. And the book, The Untethered Soul is another one that I would really highly recommend to you as well as The Surrender Experiment. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for your ongoing support. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hi. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.